You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. And welcome to episode 12 of the Booker Broadcast. I am your host, Seth Cohen, along with... Stephen Rabideau. And... I thought this was Chain Attack. <laughs> we only wish. We could wish we were Chain Attack. Someday. I miss Chain Someday. Attack. Someday. Me too. I probably watched, uh, listened to at least... 300 episodes of Chain Attack. I don't know how many there were, but I listened to all of them. I'm just going to say 300. It, sure, why not? Why not make up a number? But a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway. we all agree we miss Chain Attack. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. All right. But today is still the Boker broadcast. I think about was, my answer. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. We are fresh off of Captain Con, but mm-hmm. before we talk about Captain Con, we do have some announcements and probably... The most exciting announcement I have had in a very long time for the Boker Brawl is this year, the winning team of the five-person team event is going to be the official team number two for the USAWTC. So, yes, yes, we have been working long and hard to get that level of recognition. I thought you were going to talk about how they just recently discovered that there was actually a ninth day of Hanukkah. What are you talking about? (laughs) That holiday doesn't need another day. You just don't want to buy more presents. It's nothing. You know what? No one really does that. Number one, and number two, that's not what it's about at all. Of course um, not. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so yes, you heard that correctly. If your team wins the whole shebang, you will be going to the WTC as the USA team number two. And if you don't win, well, hey, it's going to be a fantastic field to practice against. And uh, mm-hmm. that's true. It'll be yeah. like a WTC experience. A mini WTC. Bringing WTC to the people. Yes. Well, yes. You don't even have to go that's to WTC. It's, it's really, it's like kind of like making the Pro Bowl. You don't actually want, even want to play in the Pro Bowl. You just want to make the Pro Bowl. Right, right. Although we, we do want people to go to oh, WTC. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Right. No, I'm really excited. Um, we've been trying to get this I wouldn't done. want someone to say, oh, let's not play in that event because if we win, we'll have to go to WTC. Like, no, no, it's okay. You can still win. You can <laughs> still play. You can yeah, still win and not Yeah, go. you're allowed yeah. to say. You and actually, if you look we at... We don't uh, force you onto the plane yeah, to go right, to WTC. Right. I, I, I want to make that clear. Like, here's very here's your medal. Here's your $3,000 bill. <laughs> right. Time to get going. Time to get going. What do you mean you're not going to go? <laughs> well, actually, uh, if you look at what Zosha uh, uh, Van Meter posted, uh, there is actually a contingency for, well, let's say a couple of you guys on your team can't make that trip, right? So... Uh, you know, they have thought about that kind of stuff. So tickets for the Boca Brawl are going on sale on the 15th. Uh, so please pick up tickets. We have room. We figured out for how many teams there, Mr. Rabideau? I think we could do 32. 32 teams. It would be tight. It'd be tighter than in past years. Okay. Wait, so... wait, 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 wait. By tight, you mean still more spacious than any other event practically in the country. Yes. Okay. Still more spacious. What I but we do pride ourselves on our spacious and comfort. So, you, just, you, know. you just can't like put your arms out and spin around for a little bit. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> that is true. No, I, I think you might still be able to do that. It's possible. And I haven't we done are, the that accurately. So that means now uh, we have th- we have three main events, right? Besides pickup games and the and the board game library and and the meals and the and, and the fantastic bar. Mm-hmm. So we have the Warfare Weekend qualifier on the Friday. That's mm-hmm. seventy five points, aka Iron Gauntlet. Iron Gauntlet. Thank you for that correction. It is the Iron Gauntlet on Friday. Uh, the points event. I know. I know. I'm slipping. It's been a long week. 
And then we also have that same day the big bounty brawl, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to be win lots of prizes. It's not big bases this year because big bases are not in the. They don't end. exist. But what they if don't they exist do? yet? I don't. I I don't believe in big bases. All right. No, but what if they do? Right. They might make, what, what all if right. We, what if it's your conspiracy theories? What if it's first? all eighty millimeter? They don't exist. What if all the eighties are out? They actually. Now that should, would be cool. They should be. They're coming out the beginning of that month. You know what? Yeah. I, I honestly think we should almost leave that open. Because let's assume the eighties are out. Let's let's just assume that everything goes well for mm-hmm. once. All right, and then come out early. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, you guys can win an eighty millimeter bay. Yeah, then I have to go get sixteen of them. Well, no, and there might be only be two there's only like four. See, there only so, be three of them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. So you know, top three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not the same event then. Uh, and then yeah, of course we'll we've got, don't worry, there'll yeah. be good prizes. And of course we Big have the bounty prizes. system, right, right. For, for for the mm-hmm. day anyway. Mm-hmm. So lots of prizes to be had. Uh, and then Saturday, Sunday will be the team event. And then Saturday night, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do, we're calling it the swap meet because I haven't come up with a good alliteration with the letter B yet for what that is. And uh, we're inviting people. It's the Boca Bazaar. Oh my goodness. I can't believe how I let that one slip. You suck at this. It's true. I'm really bad. All right. What have I been doing for the last few years? All right. Years? Edit that last part out. It's the Boca Bazaar. I just want everybody to know that almost everything creative that comes out of the Boca Brawl in general is usually my idea. Boca Swap Me. Are you Stricky. high? See what I did there? Are I you just stole credit for did you, everything. Did, are, you, are you podcasting high? I mean, it's fine if you are. Just tell us. I don't do drugs. I'm a straight edge. So, Boca Swap Meet has been stricken from the record. Nobody ever mentioned it again. The so Boca Definitely Bazaar. don't say it to Seth. The Boca Bazaar. The Boca, the Boca Bazaar, Bazaar on Saturday night after the third round. This is why they keep me, by the way. It'd be great if I could actually finish the sentence. No, that's not allowed. We are going to clear off some tables. We're going to invite people, whatever extra models you have, whatever you want to get rid of. Just make deals amongst each other. And, you know, hopefully we all walk away with more stuff that we wanted and less stuff that we didn't. Right? I'll so. be interested in a classic copy of one of my favorite games of all time, which is Dark Tower. So if anybody wants to bring their Dark Tower, preferably in mint condition. You didn't um, get, get in on the Kickstarter for the new one? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, you can actually still find it. If you want Dark Tower, they I was actually it. looking for my original one when I was at my parents' house the other day. Okay, well. And it's not limited to War Machine. Whatever you want to bring that you think someone's going to want to swap and trade, just bring it along, and that should be pretty cool. Uh, so I think that is it for announcements, right? Nothing else I can think of? I think so. There's, think a, the, there's a tournament coming up in March oh, at uh, Portal. Yes, Portal, Portal Tournament March. And also March the 18th, February 18th, next weekend is a food machine at alternate universes in delaware i may actually be able to attend i'd like to go i love supporting nice. that event they do a fantastic job with See, it that's an event i could totally win because you can buy infinite rerolls. well she works for a supermarket right so i can just come in with all the cans <laughs> <laughs> i will re-roll a die 75 times until i get that box cars right yeah, yeah. you will not well, be safe if you, I was going to say, if you want to go, just come up to me and I'll drive us, but I don't know how many cans I can fit in my car. <laughs> I'll only need to bring about 17 cases. All right. Well, we'll discuss. <laughs> you know, to have a fighting chance. Sure. We'll discuss. Uh, the other thing we should certainly mention, I know that there are lots of folks who'd love to play on a team but don't necessarily think they have five other people. Uh, last year, everyone who contacted and said, hey, I'll just be a merc on someone's team, we placed everybody. So mm-hmm. if you want to be a merc, questions at thebokerbrawl.com. And just say, hey, I want to, I want to be a mercenary, and then we'll make a list, and we'll find a team for you. There are always drops. Uh, you know, once we have five mercs, we make a team. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so reach out. Uh, yeah, every, be, everyone should be able to play. There'll also be like a merc event ticket, so you yeah. can you can pick that up. Yeah, so it, it notifies us in our system. 
Oh, even better. Look at that. Look at you looking ahead, thinking, doing stuff. All right. So, Captain Con, last weekend, uh, a fantastic weekend, had a great time. Uh, certainly ups and downs about the individual events, but you know, overall, very glad I went. Very glad I took my wife this year. Uh, she had a great time. She wanted a t-shirt. That's good. And yeah, yeah. It was it, it was funny watching her over the weekend. Like the first night, she was a little guarded. Right, and by Sunday, these nerds. Yeah, Sunday, uh, she and Zosha Van Meter will be attending a uh, conference or a, a con in June for the Vampire Diaries. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, that happened. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but look, how can I say no, right? How many cons have I gone to and left her yeah, home? Yeah, there you go. So, uh, all right, so anyway, so Thursday, uh, you know, we all drive up Thursday night. We all left from our own places, and we all seem to arrive at the same exact time, right? <laughs> and then Thursday night is, uh, you know, what did we do? We went out to dinner, right? Yeah, went to a brewery. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Good food. I had a good burger. I'm glad all you guys had good food. Yeah, I poor Seth. Yeah. I ordered a, I thought I'd order, you know, I mean, in fancy place i ordered a ramen beef thing and it, and it said on the on the menu you know chili type sauce and i said well how spicy is it and the waitress is like oh barely any it just it's a hint it's a hint of flavor and i took one sip and i'm like i'm going to die and so apparently her threshold and your threshold are on two yeah. different levels so I, I said you know just get me and then like the manager came over was like why are you eating i'm like this isn't for me we'll get you something else i'm like i just want a hamburger no cheese please just bring me a hamburger so they bring me a bacon burger without cheese on it. Oh, that was nice of them. Yeah, so then I didn't eat that, and the manager got really upset with me. And I'm like, look, look, it's it's fine, it's fine. Um, so my wife got a pastrami sandwich, she was thrilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she was very happy. And at one point, we're all talking the new armies and the lists and everything. And I hold the bacon off. And, and I uh, looked over at her, and I was like, I'm really sorry. Because she had nothing, <laughs> you know. And she was like, no, no, I knew that this is what it was going to be like. It, it's okay, it's okay. She was such a trooper. We went back to the hotel. I think did we did we play a game? I think we all just kind of hung out and and. and uh, I played should... a game or two that night at War Machine. I think going I forward, so you should excited. order a kosher burger. What are you talking about? Well, then you wouldn't get bacon on it by accident. Yeah, I don't think they know what that word meant anyway. This um, God. Well, what I I ended up uh, so when they when they when they move all the stuff in for Captain Con, it's literally boxes in a corner. Mm-hmm. So you have to sort through the boxes that belong to War Machine. So I did that Thursday night. I'd never done that before. And I was like, hey, as long as I have an extra pair of hands here. So Dane and I set up much of the room uh, uh, Thursday night. And then that brings us to Friday. Friday we had 19 players for the first tournament. There were two tournaments on Friday. 19 players for the first tournament. We broke them into two heats. It was 10 and 9. Uh, there were like six people, six to eight people doing open play throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I tried to encourage them, like, hey, low-key tournament, you can just jump <coughs> on in. And they, they, had, they had no interest. And I said, hey, if you want rules question, you know, they would come in occasionally for a question or, or, or something. But they were doing their own thing. It was kind of it was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, so that was our, uh, our, 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 our main group of competitive players, those 20-hour uh, those people. 20-hour, uh, those, uh, those, those 19 people. Yeah, and it was it was a really good group. We had uh, uh, Warjacks Gaming, Brandon from Florida. He came up with one other guy whose name I can't remember, and I hope he forgives me because they were really cool to talk to. Uh, we had five guys who made the trip down for Nova Scotia. They said they drove 12 hours? 13. 13 hours to get mm-hmm. there. And I said, hey, me and Arthur drove 15 to, to Memphis, so I can really sympathize. And, uh, you know, of course, they really want to come to the brawl, but they're like, we can't ever make that drive. So then we were like looking at plane tickets and mm-hmm. we were like trying to work out if they well. Can, if they can do 13, they can do 16. 
No, dude, come on, man. I'm saying we did it. We, um, we did. We did do it, and I know everyone's going to do it again. Time. Yeah, the brawl is a great time. It's the best time. I'm hoping they can come because we kind of worked out. I said, look, if you can get the plane, there's a train. It drops you in a, a mile from the from the uh, hotel. You get an Uber to the hotel. We can arrange to get you to and from the the venue so you don't have to rent a car or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we tried to, you know, so hopefully those guys will, will come. But that was uh, that was Clayton, right? Clayton Flint, I think, is his last name. And it was Chris uh, Sirwa. Pat Corlin, Paul Harding, Emery Ack- Ackman? Ackerman? I can't remember. Are you, really that pulling, right. are you really pulling these names out of the top of your head right now? Uh, mostly. That's so, impressive. Well, I could never do it. I really tried to remember their names because I see them and they're really great guys. And, and, and um, it was just, it was fun to play. Uh, I'll tell you, before we go into the list for the day, uh, something very interesting. I, I was joking around Thursday night with, uh, oh gosh, uh, was it Dan Riker? I said, I don't want to spend the whole weekend talking to people about how War Machine's not dead, right? I don't want to have that conversation six times. And what ended up happening... The you number, had that conversation six times? No, the number of people that walked up to me and said, we're just taking the year off till the game's fully out. Like, we're not we're not playing through the transition. We did that between Mark Two and Three. The number of people who are like, next year. Yeah, next year we're here, no problem. And then, as a matter of fact, while the games were going on Friday, a group of three guys walked over, and they had stopped. They were playing in the 40K tournament. And they stopped playing at the, like, right when Mark III started getting funny. Okay. And they said, so tell I, us... That, I don't know if I know exactly when that is, but I'm just going to go in okay. Okay. So um, I was telling them about the new game and the changes and everything else. And they were like, well, how many army boxes are out? I said, right now, two, but at the end of next month, it's going to be Kador as well. And they were like, oh, great. I'm going to play Kador. I'm going to play Orgoth. I'm going to play Signar. All right, we're back in. Outstanding. And they talked to me all weekend long about stuff. So That's cool. Yeah, so I was really encouraged by all those conversations, so that was really cool. But I know people don't want to hear about my impressions of people at the event. Uh, and some people actually asked us to talk specifically about what was being played. So I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Rabideau because he's got the list, some of the lists up there in front of us. What list do we want to talk about at the event? Uh, well, I figured we'd start with Jake Van Meter's list. He Jake took his first in his heat. He was undefeated on Friday. Yep. Yep, he did a great job. Playing you old know, stuff. Legacy Army. Yeah, playing Legion, of course. Of course. Legion no. of Everblight, he specifically. Play, he doesn't play Legion. Not he that was, new story. He was branching out this year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he had, uh, in his two lists, he was playing Kallus and Thagrosh 2. Mm-hmm. Also Kallus 2. Uh, he had Golab, uh, three Scythians, a Ravagor, Seraph, a Har- uh, three Harriers, and two Forsakens in his Kallus list. Mm-hmm. And then in his Thagrosh list, he had Golab, a Scythian, a Ravagor, uh, three Nerifs, three Harriers, and a Forsaken. All right. So we've got some similar models there. Yeah. Um, I did not play against this, so yeah. I don't. I can't speak to exactly how. Well, this I played. I can tell you that I, I asked him. He said people seem to in, insist on playing second against me. He goes, I don't know why, because if I go first, I am dictating the pace of the whole game because I'm pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So I get up there, and then I'm kind of dictating how far you have to commit to get into me, and then I can kind of back up and, you know, and 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 realpha you and, and and move all around and and uh, threaten the scenario so bad that you're giving away pieces, and mm-hmm. you know he, he and proved out right because he won his heat and he did he did well in Masters on Sunday too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, having having talked to some other players who did play against him. Um, and, and overhearing some conversations, I think that's that's exactly what it is. It's quick. The Thagrosh 2 list in particular, the Nerifs have sprint. 
Oh, so yeah, they're yeah. able to, you know, dart in, kill stuff, and then run away. Yeah. Uh, Thagrosh's feet gives you a full advance and then mm-hmm. an attack, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which you don't have to use to make an attack. You could, of course, full advance in the opposite direction. You yeah. know, to he said play, players are chasing him for most games, mm-hmm. and that that work and that lets him dictate pace of the game. It's very interesting. I do know that he was dodging Storm Legion the whole weekend. Yeah, well, I so mean... So that, that's what he was trying to... Why do you to... think that would be? Why would he need to dodge Storm Legion? So from what from what he said was because they would shoot him. Just shoot him off the table. Yeah. So uh, Thagrosh 2 does have deceleration, so plus 2 armor against range attacks. Um, but when you're built to kill things that are like even he- more heavily armored than an Arm 18 <coughs> or Nibian or a Scythian, I mean, Arm 20 is not really that much mm-hmm, to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the Nerefs are, I think, Armor 16... So they're def 14, which is something, but armor 16, so they, they do kind of melt. Uh, Storm Legion has some pretty good guns out. I call, <laughs> it, the, I call it the good Legion. Turns out, <laughs> turns out Signal shoots again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but it, it does go to show that, like, with, with particularly KG play, at least, like, so, so um, something that I talk with Justin Do about a lot is that a lot of the legacy armies, like, they certainly play with each other very well. Yeah. So... You know, we talked a little bit about uh, the advantages and disadvantages that you have running into the Mark IV armies, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I can go into later. Like, against each other, like, this is all perfectly viable. All right. Well, I mean, look, I watched Legacy Armies beat some Storm Legion this weekend, this mm-hmm. past weekend. I, I watched, you know, it's not... They're not it's not complete. impossible. It's not impossible. It's and not an auto-win by any means. That's what I'm trying to get to, right. Justin knows that. Yes. All right, so what else you got on your list list? Uh, so the next list that I wanted to talk about uh, was the list by Stephen King. Ah. So he was one of the three Steves in our three Steve burrito that yes. ended up taking the the the, the team team event. championship. Yeah, spoiler yep. alert. So uh, he was playing Convergence, uh, Lucant and Iron Mother. So in his Lucant list, he had a, a Cipher, a Corollary, uh, three Galvanizers, an Inverter, one ADO. Uh, Asphyxius 4 with his Annihilation Servitors and a Conservator on Asphyxius. Mm-hmm. He had an Enigma Foundry, a Frustrum Locus, two Optifex Directives, and two units of Reciprocators. Nice. Oh, and then I forgot to mention Jake's lists. He had Blessing, Breakthrough, Hit and Run, Infiltration, and Power Swell as gotcha. his command cards, which to me seemed like pretty standard stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and what then, did Mr. King take for his command cards? Uh, he took Blessing, Breakthrough, Infiltration, Old Faithful, and Power Swell. What's Old Faithful? So Old Faithful is the one that heals Warjacks. Ah, okay. Heals a Warjack for D6 points in your control phase, which is important because it happens before you allocate focus. Mr. King did very well with that list. He, in in Masters on Sunday, I think he went to the third round undefeated, right? Yeah, he was in the finals. He was in the finals, Mm -hmm. yeah. And as a matter of fact... It's It's not the fastest, but... You know, you spend yeah. that first time running, and then Lucant pops feet for plus four armor, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Can you deal with all of this?" And Constantly casting deceleration, right? Yeah, right. So at, you at get one six point, six armor against range. At what the point? And not to take anything away from the Orgoth win in that, uh, uh, you know, Emery's win in, in, in that game, but it was he uh, he knew the spot where he made the mistake that he had just lost the game because he moved Lucant too far back. He looked up at me and he said, "All right, I just." I have him too far back. This isn't good. This I, I don't think I'm going to survive this now. And he did, right? So that was very interesting that he he uh, he played very well. I, I hope he's very proud of his play for the for, for the weekend. Yeah. So um, Lucant is a Lucant's a, a very just a strong contender. I think just because mm-hmm. of uh, the the tools that you have. Plus right. four armor feet. It's never not good. Right. 
Yeah, it, it's just not. Well, there isn't as much. Uh, there isn't as much um, uh, uh, piling up of bonuses now mm-hmm. in Mark Four, mm-hmm. which I think is better, quite frankly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's not absolutely. as many pluses on the damage side. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think someone can get up to like four. Yeah, six, I think that's where maybe. it tops. Uh, yeah, four or six. So the it, it definitely tops higher for Orgoth. Orgoth, I think, has the most. Okay, and it's but, like, but it's harder to pull that all off. Correct. Well, it's there's it's no a, hermit. It's a commitment of a lot of resources to, I mean, to pull it off. Yeah, is what it, it is. even in the past, you barely barely ever saw a greater than four. I mean, on a rare occasion, you might get a six. I but, would I would watch uh, I would watch Marcy. In, in her in her big run there to win everything that last year as as Mark III was running out the door, mm-hmm. she would pile up these crazy crazy bonuses. Oh, what do you have? A uh, uh, an armor twenty six um, uh, blockader, no problem. And then he would walk some beast up to it and 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 just destroy it. He, I, I, between taking away your armor and adding to his own strength, and that was that was my issue with Mark III, that the dice. Uh, the quality of dice no longer mar- mattered as much. It was it was how many bonuses could you get together and stack, and I didn't like that game as much. So I'm yeah. glad they changed it back. Yeah, I agree. Um, Orgoth is the one that can still stack pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So, but that's part of their identity, and it's not an ubiquitous thing. Right. I still right. say it's not that easy to pull off. Yeah, but and it's not. That's the it's thing. Not. It's also not. So you've got. Well, I don't want to go into it right now. Um, so Iron Mother was Steve's second list. Mm-hmm. So Iron Mother with her servitors and assimilator, the corollary, two mitigators, a monitor, three tessellators, three, three uh, elimination servitor units. Well, they're not really units, but you get three of them for, I yeah. think. I think you get three for three points, basically. And you had three of those. Uh, Frustrum Locus, Steel Soul Protector, Eradicators, and a unit of Negation Angels. And his cards for that were Blessing, Breakthrough, Old Faithful, Power Swell, and then Spotters. Oh, so I played against this list a few times, and it... Spotters uh, is kind of cute. That's a, that's a two-point command card. You don't see that one very yeah. often. So it gives you plus two to hit. It gives yeah. Mark Target to a unit, <clears throat> Correct. But he has a good amount of guns in there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it kind of gives you an alternative. So after you feed it... And your army's back down to rat three, I think, or four for her? Five. She's a five. Is she a five? Okay. Um, so at least then you get back up to a seven. Right. Exactly. It keeps you, it keeps you in for more than your feet turn. Yeah. And uh, the kicker with that that he got me, I think he got me with, or he came close at the very least, was uh, Backlash. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that has a pretty good Backlash assassination, and jacks are a thing right now. Yeah. So everybody's taking... Lots of warjacks. Mm, yeah. He's got nine damage right there with the elimination servitors yep. too. Right? And then Iron Mother has a spell that does a point automatically, so you can get ten pretty easily, and then over so several you, turns. That's yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then oh. and then of course you can just like shoot things and do damage right. that way. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Because so, you said he had three of the uh, tessellators, right? Yes. And it, you know his, his army looks so good too. One He's more. modded so many of those models. Mm-hmm. Oh, the is, Matrix is it, look is amazing. Yeah, is that his tessellators that look like um, the squids from the Matrix? Yep, it all yeah all of it. Oh, all, yeah, so all good. his lights kind of look like Matrix. It looks uh, so good. Yeah. All right. So uh, was so, that it for our list list? Uh, so in the finals, he played against Emery, yep. as you already mentioned. Emery yep. won that game playing Orgoth. Yep. And I believe that Emery was the only Orgoth player. That weekend, there uh, might have been one. I other. think there was one other, but I I, I, I couldn't be sure at this. Yeah, moment. not important. Uh, so he brought Horusk and Kishtar, of course. This mm-hmm. is the only two things that you can bring. Mm-hmm. In the Horusk list, he had all right. So this is going to be a little tricky 
just based on yeah. this. This is a new thing for tournaments, and going into Mark Four is going to get more and more common. It takes longer to write your list, yeah, because each Jack has three other things that you have to add on right. to it. Yep, so he also norms. abbreviated them here. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to get them all right, but we're going to give it a try. So Horusk had a jackal and four tyrants. Yes, the jackal had something an arc node and something else. <laughs> I don't. I can't tell what those first two things are, but it, there was an arc node. Well, the arc node's the head, right? And yeah, the arc node so would the be the head. So the weapons. But it's in the the place that, where the left hand goes for everybody else. So I don't know what's going on. There. Okay. Uh, the tyrants, all four of them, I believe. No, no, no. So two of them. Okay. So the first two had the overtake head, I think, uh, a shield and a flail. So just mm-hmm. melee beaters. Mm-hmm. The other two had the hunter head. Uh, one and a harpoon, and then one had the ripper, and the other had a claw, which I believe the ripper's a gun. So I'm gonna don't go mistake with it with a claw. I'll go with gun. Uh, then he had a re- three river commanders, the Olcor barragers, assault reavers with a with a standard, and two units of witches. His cards were true inspiration, power spell, old faithful, hit and run, and careful recon. His Kishtar list, which. From my understanding, was the one he played, I think, every game. I don't know that he actually played Horusk. Oh, he did play Horusk, huh? I saw it. Okay, you did yeah. see one? All right, I believe that Kishtar is where he really leaned, though. Uh, so it was two jackals, both with AD. Rifle and a claw. Rifle and a claw. Yeah. Uh, tyrant, four tyrants, one with a, the hunter head, a flail, and the quad gun. Uh, another with a hunter head. They all had the hunter head. Yeah. The other one had a harpoon and a claw. And the next one had a belcher. And I believe a quad iron. And then the final one had a shredder and then a claw, I want to say. But could have been a quad iron. No, no it's probably it's quad. a quad. Yeah. It's a hunter, shredder, and a quad. All right. Three reaver commanders, assault reaver, and a flag, two units of witches, breakthrough, hit and run, infiltration, power spell, and old faithful. I watched him play all weekend, and I, you know, I'm trying to get into. Uh into these guys and mm-hmm. I need another unit of witches. I cannot wait till they're available individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, they, they played exactly as you would expect them to, but they're, they're small bases. They're behind the line. Yep. Um, you know, healing stuff or giving negative, uh, you know, it's one of the ways you, you the pull dark off, shroud. Yeah. The dark shroud. Uh, they were great. It was, it was a lot of fun watching them play those lists. His cards for that list were breakthrough, hit and run, infiltration, power swell, and old faithful. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, he just he, he was very careful about about uh, it, it seemed to me anyway like I don't know if I asked him if he'd say he did this but it looked to me that his placement was very careful mm-hmm. he was very careful with where everything went uh, but of course the last scenario was also championship belt which kind of just allowed him to move a whole line forward mm-hmm. you know toward the center of the table mm-hmm. I don't remember his play on on the wider scenarios um, I remember him telling me at one point during the weekend that on one of those wider scenarios he just got lucky with something like he he rolled fire. On, on, on one of the quad guns and that was game over even though it shouldn't mm-hmm. have been. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, I was going to lose next turn. Then I yeah, those quad guns down. are good. Yeah, D3 plus one shots. Mm-hmm. Starts at POW 13 and it's got volume fire. Yeah. So it gets up to POW 15 against heavies. Yeah. Yeah, so from what he said on the weekend, uh, Kishtar is a tricky one to play just to play and play well, but also to play into because she's a gun line, but her guns are such that she can feed if you like run to engage. She could feed on you and still hit you in melee and wreck you. Yeah, like it's absolutely yeah. possible. Right. So it's a it's a tricky thing to avoid. Her her biggest limitation 
is her, the caster herself, of course. Kishtar mm-hmm. is fifteen fifteen, which is yep. very vulnerable to counterattack, even yep. under. Well, her feet isn't actually defensive, so she and her control range is only ten. So right. she's got to get within ten inches. Her feet has to catch models, in order to benefit you at all. Right. So she has to get within ten inches of, of her target, Hang and on. and and her feet is also. It's not as though she. Uh, it's it's not a pulse, it's an aura. Mm-hmm. So she has to stay within 10 inches of her target. Even worse. Right. Yeah. So, I would never play her. Right. Artie would never play her. He, nope. she, she does not have Gordon stats. That's for sure. Or Dad Hammer. It was Durgan. Durgan, yeah. Durgan. Um, so crap. It's, uh, it's, it's tough. Like, if you go in on the assassination with her, you got to win that turn. Yeah. So my understanding is it's it's often a little bit easier to not do that <laughs> just use the guns because the guns are very good yeah like orgoth's yeah. guns are extremely good uh, the guns on the jacks i think are the guns very, on the jacks yeah the guns on the infantry eh. i'm not so impressed with them yet but again i i don't know what i'm doing yet quad iron is a beautiful gun yeah it's a beautiful yeah, I, gun. I think it is it's like range 12 i think to start and yeah. so she has fire groups she can make a range 14 so you're shooting just across the board d3 plus one shots per mm-hmm. quad mm-hmm. iron and then they're pow 15 right and then you have, this is where I see the value in doing double gun heavies. I don't do it in Storm Legion. I, I saw it over the weekend, and I it I didn't really, it, it ultimately, it, I don't think it yielded the results that the mm-hmm. people playing it wanted. Right. But, oh man, it is yeah. worth it in Orgoth. So, how did you do in your, your pod? What place did you come in on Friday? I came in third. I third? think I, I lost one game. All right, so that, that, that mm-hmm. qualified you for Masters. So why don't you share what your lists were? Sure. So my lists were Storm Legion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took Wolf and Athena, because, mm-hmm. of course, that's the only two that I can take. Mm-hmm. So Wolf had two coursers. One was a shield guard, one was an arc node. Both had spears and shields. I took three strikers with Wolf. Uh, two had the plasma nimbus head. One had a hammer and a mag bolter. The other one had a javelin and a shield. And then the third striker had arcane precision, the bombard, and the fist. And then officer, sharpshooter, mechanics, stormblades with standard, th- uh, stormguard with standard, and thunderers. So okay. just everything I could take, sure. one of everything. And then I took breakthrough, recon, uh, careful recon, old faithful, power swell, and then savagery, just for fun. Sure. And then Athena took, or actually, let me just say a couple things about the wolf list first. So it's driven mainly by the fact that I'm just taking one of everything I can. Yeah. Even the jacks, are, yeah. I'm trying to take one of everything I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't double up on anything, except for the lights, uh, which I would change. So <clears throat> the, the, the strikers are all there because one's got a hammer, one's got a bolter, one's got a javelin, the shield. So I get access to all the tricks. And then on, on his feet turn, I can shoot the bombard, I can shoot the bolter, I can throw the javelin, which like does a line... So with Wolf, it's all, for me at least, it's all about getting, generating additional damage rolls. Mm-hmm. So you kill, his feat is, every time a model is destroyed in my control area, a friendly model is destroyed, uh, I get to, a battle group model moves two inches, makes an attack. Mm-hmm. Does not have to be melee, could right. be ranged. And the ranged ones are the good ones. Mm-hmm. And so you kill one model, or more potentially, you are allowed to kill it, like it's one or more models. But if you kill one model... And then I shoot the bombard and I kill two, I come out ahead. Yeah. Or I throw the javelin and I, you know, generate three damage rolls out of it. I come out ahead. Yeah. So during your turn, I'm killing your models. Yep. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's a feeling. 
it for is. both of us, really. Yeah. It's yeah. it feels awful for my opponent. It feels so good for me. It, it, does. it feels so. I, good. I watch people's will to live drain from them while during your feet turn. Yeah, so that came back to bite me in I, in the in the in Masters basically because mm-hmm. there there were there were a few games where the the players really stuck it out and that that undid me in a couple right. in a couple like I I went to clock because I didn't end the game on turn three right. So if I don't end the game on turn three, that's kind of a problem for me. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'm going to be working on because yeah. I use up all my time, you know, trying to destroy my opponent's will to live. Yeah. And then, if, but if they keep that will to live, yeah. it turns out I've run out of time. Yeah, it, it's frustrating. I knew that you guys at the club would get ahead of me on games in Mark Four, and then, you know, you're you're already practicing your 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 newest stuff, and I'm still trying to figure out how my army works. Mm-hmm. But uh, you'll, get right. I'll get, I'll get you'll get there. I'll get there. You'll get there. All um, right. So then the other list was Athena. Uh, two coursers. One was a shield garden and arc node, uh, bolters and shields for the rest. And then I had three strikers, all of them with a shield. I was going all in on her armor stuff. Mm-hmm. One had a hammer with plasma nimbus. The other had a javelin with relentless. I love that javelin. Yeah. I can't talk about how great it is enough, but I won't. <laughs> uh, then the third striker had the arcane precision head with a bombard and a shield, of course. And then everything else was the same. Officer, sharpshooter, mechanic, stormblade, stormguard, thunderers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then breakthrough, careful recon, infiltration, old faithful, and power swell. Yeah. So it's it's just a list that it has three jacks that your jacks can't charge. They're right. going to be armor 22 walking up the board. Right. And they're just shooting at you and their armor 22, as I just said. It's just, it's gross. And then her feet allows for just everything dies and then you can't kill anything, and then I kill you again. So it's just, it's brutal. Like, her feet is, Athena's feet is specifically yeah, yeah. Uh, models within her control range, friendly and enemy, gain an additional die when making range and attack, ranged right. and, or when making attack and damage rolls. Did you play Justin on, on Friday? Yeah. Did you play him again in the team event the next day? Oh, no, sorry. I did not play him on Friday. I played him in the team event. Okay. Well, one of your two games damaged him enough that he ended up borrowing Zosha's new box of Signar and put it together Saturday night to play the Masters on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it was it was pretty brutal. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. That that was one of the games where the Storm Legion didn't really didn't like I didn't really have to play the game. It just kind of his will broke halfway through. <laughs> and he went for he did go for an assassination that I mean could have happened, but then it didn't. But then it didn't. And that was yeah. it. Justin's a great player, you mm-hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. and and it's a testament to like how how tilting it can be to play into this stuff. Yeah, uh, because he he made a, he made a, a pretty like a mistake that I would not expect him to make. Just mm-hmm. in like his caster position was too right. far, and his jack wasn't in his feet anymore. Right, and it's like well, well, I mean, it, and, and to be fair to him, you know, a lot of basic rules that we know by now with the Mark three four change, it, we're still new to him. He has not been playing a lot. So he was like, "Wait, how's dual attack work?" You know, and mm-hmm. then, uh, and of course, I was teasing him because the first three times, uh, the first three rounds Friday, every time I got called to a table, the first time, it was a table he was playing at. <laughs> so of course, I pretended to blame him. It was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and he was he was a trooper. He 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 went along with it. it so mean, yeah, it was a good time. Um, so the rest of Friday, we had a second tournament that started at three. It was supposed to be a fifty point event for. For people who didn't necessarily want to, you know, go all in, but and, uh, they, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, Captain Khan did not advertise that correctly. So eight people showed up to play a hundred point game. So mm. my three hour tournament turned into another six hour tournament. And mm. by eight o'clock at night, I'm sitting there with my wife, and Zosha's like, 
Seth, they're, they're not going to need anything. I can't help them. Let's take your wife to dinner. So Because I had been in the hall for like 13 hours at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was, it was a terrible grind. And they didn't give us food coupons this year. So I was like, ugh, you know. Those and, bastards. Yeah, what can I tell you? I don't know what the story was. but I can't, um, can't even get a bagel. No. I mean, thank goodness I brought my usual... Uh, Pop-tarts? No, no, that was for the room. But I brought the brownies uh, for, for the hall. Did, you know. did they have any herbs in them? No. Good. I don't bake those kinds of brownies. Um, uh, and you shouldn't. Thank you. Uh, and then I brought Girl Scout cookies. So, you know, mm. there was there was cookies and brownies. Um, and then Friday night was, uh, you know, we, we ate dinner. And then it was, uh, uh, I, I actually ended up playing games with the Delaware guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because they arrived Friday yeah, night. they arrived Friday night. Um, and uh, we played, uh, you know, Cards Against Humanity. We played Survive, Escape from Atlantis. I love that game. And, uh, yes, that was a fun night. So Saturday, the team event. And essentially, it was the same list was being team uh, used for the team event. It was the same folks. Um, there were more people for the the team event. Like the Delaware folks showed up. Yeah, Delaware guys there showed was, up. But I then, think there was a couple other teams that. Yeah, showed but up. then uh, Scott Sarfati and George. Oh, they dropped out. They That's dropped right. because, because they, they qualified. They, they qualified for Masters. That's right. They so, qualified in their yeah. heat behind uh, Jake Van Meter. But what was interesting is the the second half, uh, the the eight people showed up to play on Friday for the second tournament. Mm-hmm. They weren't playing in the team event. I was just, you know, and, and these are guys uh, like the Pomerances, you know, and, and oh, that's right, that's right. And I didn't ask them. I asked one one of one of the other folks that I, that I that I knew in that group, and I was like, hey, I'm just curious, why aren't you playing in the team event? They're like, well, and I didn't know this. Apparently, it was extra money. It was to play in to play in the events. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, I, I'm not. We're, our team isn't going to win. We wanted to, you know, we scratched our, our war machine itch on Friday, and they played in other things on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's understandable. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I don't begrudge anyone. You got, you're gonna go to the con and spend money and do the stuff you want to do. Mm-hmm. Scott and George ended up playing uh, Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. At a, mm-hmm. there were 16 people playing Blood Bowl. Only like six people playing Monpok, which now answers the question of I don't think anyone's playing that game of tournaments anymore. Yeah, um, I can't believe 16 idiots showed up to play that stupid ass game of football. <laughs> it's a fun game. It sucks. It's fun. Sucks. Just don't try to compete at it. Just try to play the game and have fun. I played it once about 20 years ago. It was dog shit then. It's dog shit now. Well, they haven't changed the rules. So. <laughs> then it's definitely dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, team event. Team Steve. Yeah, the three Steve burrito. Brought home the gold. That's right. You guys, did you That's want right. it, you know, why don't you, you tell us about the, uh, the event? Because, ob- you know, Oddly enough, the the Steves were not the star, were they? That's right. That's right. So so yeah, I'll I'll just do broad strokes. We don't have to yeah, do yeah, a play yeah. by play of every single game. Yeah, I wouldn't. So want to. Uh, round one, we get paired against the Corpse Tokens, who were a team that played at the Boker Brawl. We knew them. It was yeah. a great time. You may have seen a post on Facebook from one of the members uh, who who was, you know, playing Crucible Guard, not super happy about how he got shot off the board a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did. I was the Storm Legion player in that it mentioned in that post. Nice work. Um, thank you. He win. said he felt like he had a game, which was good. That's yeah. exactly how you want these things to go. You want yeah. to win, yeah. but you do want people to you know have a good time. Yes. And I get it. Yeah, I get it because yeah. he he did learn about the arcing fire change, which is it no longer like models within one inch doesn't matter. It's yeah. just you ignore intervening models. Yep. The I, worst I feel like time I to learn that the about that. Yeah, the yeah. worst time to worst time to learn about that is in a game. Right. And yeah. I think this that is a great example of how to reintroduce this game to people or just like ease people into the game who who know rules previously. Mm-hmm. 
is make sure you talk about these things ahead of time. Yeah. Because it feels so much worse when you're in the middle of a game in a tournament, for yes. example. That you, and then you like lose a model that you thought was perfectly safe. Like that feels worse. That does feel worse. So I definitely feel for him in that sense because like I knew this, he did not. He had no reason to know it necessarily. You know, yeah. like I don't know. If, I mean, maybe some of his yeah. models. I mean, we tried to. We, we told the, the the field that you had an extra ten minutes per round to just talk about stuff and try to mm-hmm. familiarize your opponent with your army. You can't possibly know what they don't know. Steve right. purposely was so sneaky, saying he's not going to ask me. As he rubbed his hands together, he won't ask me about Arkin Fire. Arkin Fire, which hasn't changed at all, I think. I don't think. Yeah, that's why you know what Arkin Fire there was is, right? Like I just shoot you, and I don't right. have to worry about models. So I'm just going to say this out loud now: Striker Warjacks are not natively electric immune. Which I knew going into the tournament, and I wasn't sure that everybody knew going into the tournament. So it was mm-hmm. something that if I ever played against Storm Legion, which I did not, that I was going to use to my advantage. Because most people right. just take the Relentless Charge head and call it a day, because it's cheap. Yeah. But you got to take the Plasma Nimbus head, which makes you electrical immune. Uh, and then so if like the enemy Warjacks are shooting mine with their Bombards, one less die damage. And then I go to shoot them back, and they're like, oh yeah, one less die. And I'm like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> did you take the Plasma Nimbus head? I bet you didn't. <laughs> I bet you and think I we shoot them off the board. Yeah. Anyway, right, so, so, so like, one. so so round one we ended up winning, uh, and so myself, Steve Rabido, my friend Steve King, and then Steve Josh, who was an honorary Steve. Yes. His real name is Josh. Josh um, plays out of the uh, out uh, of portal portal. Mm-hmm. portal meta. Yeah, he's usually your spot, easy to spot. He's got the cowboy hat on. Yep, he's got the cowboy hat, the cowboy yep. boots. Yep, great guy. Yeah. Uh, and so so Steve and I took our. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to say that. King and I took our uh, took our games. That I, I don't exactly know what happened with Josh's. Josh. Josh team. lost that first round. I yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened with his game exactly. He um, was playing. Uh, he was playing uh, Cricks, and he had a Bane yes. Swarm. Yeah, and he only brought the one list. He was just playing Bane. Yeah, just swarming all over the place. The Bane, the now Bane, he the added Bane. a second list that day. Mm-hmm. So oh, did he? Yeah, he. So the first round in the first tournament the previous day he was just playing. This list wasn't super swarmy. It's like five units I, of Bane's. I, I read it. Yeah. Was it even it's, five? Yeah. Yeah. It was five. But that's all he played. He only played that Bane. Yeah, it was Scavarus. That's right. So Scavarus was day one. Yeah. Scavarus and uh, Gorshade, day two. Gotcha. gotcha. But oh, I don't think he, he played Gorshade. Gorshade. He maybe played him once. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we took that round. Round two was against... Uh, no, round two was... That was round three. Round oh. two was against uh, Jake's team. So it was Jake, Jake Justin... Jake Meter, Justin yep. Dew, and then uh, David Lee. David who's, Lee, who's another local... Yeah, for our, our meta guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that dude. that was an interesting one because so we had been trying to you know we're, we're we were like scheming how do we win this one yeah how do we win this one because yeah. this is the team to beat any Jake yes. with any team with Jake on it is the team to beat yep so our, not to mention Justin I mean not to mention Justin regardless of, of his newness to the game he's a fantastic player right he's a WTC player like yeah. he's good at the game yeah but this was so so we had our plan in place and the plan was which get, Justin is new Justin Do. He's new? You call him no, new? No, no. Newness to the Mark IV. Oh, gosh. Tell you. Uh, so he... So our plan was... So we're playing King of Coins. You mm-hmm. know, we're participating in that. Uh, For those who Steve don't know what King, King of Coins is, people uh, in, in in a lot of the local metas from New York Northeast. down to Maryland yeah. uh, uh, gave out coins uh, with different factions. And then if you beat that person, you get that coin. And who's ever holding the coins by a certain date in August... Will get invited to the King of Coins Invitational Tournament at Nova in mm-hmm. August. So Steve King has the Legion coin. Yeah, or I should say had. 
Yeah. So that was our bait <laughs> to to Jake was he, he he would have played me, which he had established previously he did not want to. Storm Legion versus Legion, he did not feel that that was a good matchup. Right. And then Steve King also has this coin, so it was it was you know too good to resist. Yeah. So I get paired into Justin instead. I already mentioned that game did not go well for him. Right. And then so so I won that and Jake won his game and then it came down to Josh. Steve, Josh, and David. David. And it was the craziest game I have ever seen. David was playing it was Protectorate. So good. David was playing Protectorate. Josh was playing his Bane Swarm. And they were and, going back and forth. Yeah, just... and we were we were all watching the game, and at some point we're all realizing, kind of at the same time, that if Josh just moves a couple of models and kills a couple of models, he wins the game on scenario. It's just over. hands down. It's over. It is over. He is he he has his flag. He's got to kill one model in his own zone. Yep. He's already up by two. So yep. if he kills the opponent's objective, it's over. Yep. Like he had one one model in his zone that yep. a heavy was right there to punch it to death. No problem. Yep. Or throw it out of there. He does that. He clears his own flag or whatever. Like, yep. fine. He's scoring his flag. All he's got to do is kill the objective. Yep. But instead, he decides illegally that he's going to charge, like, you know, over towards his, the caster. His, <laughs> yeah, over yeah, towards yeah. Krios. Yeah. Uh, and then so, you know, Seth comes over and is like, what are you doing, guys? You can't charge like this because you're not, we'll talk about it later, but you can't charge out of melee, basically. Yeah. And then Josh like is like, okay, and he puts all his models back. Then he's like, okay, I'll just like whack this Templar with my Banes. His unit of Banes is right next to the objective. Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> and we're all we're all silently screaming. They've been and, there the whole time. And, and I was trying to stop everybody from making comments to him because that's you not can't. fair. You cannot make fair. comments. Like, you gotta let him play his own game. Comments. He plays his own game. And, and so, and, and just in case anybody was wondering, a unit of Banes would have absolutely, positively zero point zero problem destroying one objective. That's correct. Exactly, a whole unit of Banes. Forget yeah. it. So, and he does like he went in on an assassination on Krios. So Krios is also like heavily damaged at this point. Yeah. Um, and then he he like so, but he's like okay, and then he just like moves all his Banes around the Templar and just starts wailing on it. But he couldn't fit them all. So, like, the, the leader model, the, uh, the the command attachment guy with two axes is, like, far away, too far away. So he just, he just has him hit the objective, and he leaves it on, like, two boxes. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> almost accidentally won. I know. He wasn't even thinking about it, but he's like, hey, I'll just swing at the objective. And then, and then, and then that's it. Yeah. He doesn't kill the Templar, and so it doesn't, like, and then it goes into the next turn. And so the next turn... There's like a unit of a unit of uh, what are they called? The Avengers just yeah. staring down Scavarus. Yep. Like they're right there. But David takes a different plan, and he like clears the zone. He kills all the Banes in his zone. He floods uh, Josh's zone. He kills the the models that were scoring the flag. Like he does a great job. But then for some reason, Krios is sitting on nothing in the same exact spot as he was, having just like survived an assassination attempt with like 10 less boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Josh just excarnates him to death the next right, turn. Right. It was crazy. It First was. it was like, we got this. And then it was like, we've lost this. And then we got it again. <laughs> it all came down to Josh. It was he awesome. literally won twice in one game. Yeah. Pretty so much. Yeah. Very few people can say yeah. that. No. So then, uh, awesome. so then we go to th- round three and you're playing the Delaware guys. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Andy, Ryan, and... Um... Oh, why am I... Krios' bondage basement. Yes. Yeah. That's, yep. that's the name of the team. We headed on down to the basement mm-hmm. with our three Steve burrito, <laughs> and then uh, Mr. King lost his game. Right? He did. He you did. won your game. I won my game. I and won then, the circle coin in that game because yeah. I, I blew the uh, I, I destroyed the pharaoh, made bacon out of him. Nice job. And then uh, 
That he hung on to his credit. He What's hung that? on. He did not Is lose halfway through the game. Is that Pete you were playing? Uh, no, I don't think so. I okay. forget what the name was. All right. Yeah. So, um, maybe it was Pete. Uh, so anyway, uh, so then that leaves Steve Josh, Josh to play Ryan in the, yes. in, the, in the last and and so once again and and a Ryan Ryan is a, a similarly experienced player to to Josh it would appear mm-hmm. and I'm standing there and he was playing Gordon yep uh he was playing no Gordon. he was playing Mad Hammer Mad Hammer that's right he was playing Mad he Hammer he was playing the crappy Mad Hammer yeah he yeah. was playing Mad Hammer and at one point he runs Mad Hammer into a, a middle of a, a whole thing of Banes and he does the ground zero mm. right and they thought these were throws and they weren't throws. But he still and then, blew him to bits. He did blow him to bits, but Josh got really smart. I don't want to say got really smart, but Josh was really smart, and he was using the the, the, the take-up rule to mm. stop a lot of stuff from happening, and he he played it very, very, very well uh, and ended up winning that game. Yep. And that's how you guys won the team event, so nice job. That's right. Three um, Steve Burrito. Yep. So uh, I, I want to talk about the raffle because it worked out so tremendously well for me. Uh, but we'll talk about the raffle after we talk about. It. Is there anything we want to add to the uh, the Masters on Sunday? Uh, we know that um, the uh, we know that Emery took it with the Orgoth. We know we already talked about Steve yep. King playing. Congrats, to Emery! Yeah, uh, great job, great win. Um, but is there anything else we want to say about Masters? I don't so, think so. Well, so I just want to summarize my thoughts. Like having talked to people, having played. Uh, I alluded to this earlier. So the Legacy versus Mark Four like true Mark IV stuff. So Legacy, I would say, definitely is game. But there is an edge. Like some things definitely are just like strong. Okay. Like I would say like Storm Guard, for example, have like some really good rules. You know, Brutal Charge, mm-hmm. Jack Hunter, mm-hmm. you're hitting, you can, and with Positive Charge, you're hitting at POW 17 as a Weapon Master against Warjacks. That's just good. <laughs> Straight up good. <clears throat> but the true strength comes from the fact that the it, it's efficiency. Efficiency of units, efficiency of activations. Just for example, the striker heavies, they have accumulator, storm guy. So you bring the mechanic unit, and one of them, you know, you walk near your heavies, they all empower. So your heavies power up, you get in power, and then they're standing near them. So you get that third focus for free. Like it's just highly efficient. You get fully loaded heavies every turn with no input from your caster. Wow. And then like the banners. Every the banners give ionization, so it's a power extra two power for all your electro leaps, for example, on the on the storm blades, and then your your electro bombard becomes power seventeen with power twelve blast damage. Like mm-hmm. it all just works together super well, and so things just click in a way that things don't just click for legacy armies. I find I now the, the I limited your campaign to nerf Sigma. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I think I think everything else should be That's brought. That's what I heard. Isn't that what you heard? That's totally what I heard. I think everything else should and should. Hmm. I don't know about will, no, but should let, be brought let, up. Let, like I think that's the new standard. Let's, let's not because, follow that other guy. Because every faction is now effectively a limited faction. So you see this like there's less of a disparity between Crucible Guard, between Convergence, between Infernals, and the new stuff because they were always a limited faction. And you don't even have all your stuff yet. You're still gonna have some spear trucking guy running around on a chariot. Throwing lightning spears. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, he's got ionization. So that's where, like, to me, the true, gonna the true disparity is is it's less in power, at, like, obvious power, and much more in efficiency. Mm. So, like, my, you know, what I'm going to look for when I build lists for Circle, for Ret, you know, when I eventually go back to those, is less about, like, just like the raw numbers and more about the, like, how am I being efficient here? 
Right. Because you want to you want to eke out every every like level of efficiency that you can. Sure. Ultimately. Sure. Because that's the, that's the thing that that Mark IV armies are good at just yeah. being efficient. Yeah. Cool. So, I, I can tell you, Masters. Uh, I, I was trying to get everything set up in the morning because I got up a little later because I was you know a little more drinking Saturday night. Pat's Legion army, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's got that custom carrying mm-hmm. base that he carries. Well, I'm like, all right, I, I got to move this thing because invariably everyone puts things down on the things that you have set up, right? So. I'm moving it, and then I'm saying, all right, don't tilt it, don't tilt it, don't tilt it. And his his biggest uh, beast is on the left corner. It falls right off, and it was like slow motion. Oh, no! Hits the ground. Psh, million pieces. Oh, like, it, oh it, no. it was a bounty commercial? Oh, no. I was so upset. And then um, I gathered up all the pieces, and I realized that like they're magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing just went back together. And Amazing. I got so angry because I'm working up the apology in my head, and I, you know, so he's got these big giant bones that go across the back yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah. So I just kept walking by randomly and pulling those things off and throwing them. I was so angry. <laughs> but I, of course, I apologize for that. Nice. Um, all right, so the, 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 the raffle. Uh, so Chris Miller from Lost Hemisphere does a charity raffle every every year, and, and Saturday night uh, was no different. What's a charity? Uh, I believe it is the... It's a woman's shelter, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's a woman's shelter. Or, or like a something specifically for yeah. that. And what I do every year is I uh, I donate two hundred dollars. I get two hundred dollars worth of tickets. I either win a lot or I don't win a lot. Right, that, that, that's what I do. But I always won in the second half of the raffle, and all the good stuff goes in the first half of the raffle. The NJSOBs and the Boker Brawl donated a dusk paint a painted dusk battle group. Thank you, Chris Cornaccio. And I will tell you that that went first. Mm-hmm. And. I've been watching eBay, and I haven't seen it go up on eBay, so maybe someone actually took it to play, which would be even better. But uh, It's all marketplace. Um, yeah, right. Uh, Alberto Diocino, he's a glitchy bit. He's the guy who does uh, a lot of the photos for the Boker Brawl, and he's a painter, and he's an artist, and he's fantastic. He's, like, looking at all my tickets, and he says, and I don't even know how it came up, but he's like, Seth, there is a Frank Miller Batman... Returns, uh, The Dark Knight Returns, number one, signed by Frank Miller, rated 9.5 in a hard case up there in the raffle. If you get that for me, I will paint you any army you want. And I was like, um, okay. You know, chances of me winning that are pretty slim. Well, wouldn't you know, I get like called fourth or fifth, and it's the comic is sitting there. So I grabbed the comic, and I swear the, the, the audience hissed at me. Like, oh can't believe he got that. So I gave it right over to Alberto, and he's going to grab the new Kador Army box for me, and I have already sent him the battle battle box from the summer from Gen Con, and he's going to paint it all up for me. Nice. Yeah. And then I won five more times. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, Seth just wins. Oops. Yeah. So then, uh, so I won the second time. It was a bunch of really nice painted jacks, and Ryan was like, one of our new guys is looking for that jack, and he can't find it anywhere. I'm like, take it. Take it. Give me something later. Right? We'll work it out. And then uh, Buddy, who I haven't seen in a long time, Buddy mm-hmm. was there, and he played War Machine all weekend. It was great to hang out with him. I played against him in the Masters. And then uh, uh, Buddy got a, a, a God-tier uh, mm-hmm. basic box. So I went up, and I saw an expansion for it, so I grabbed that for him. And then uh, what else? There was, oh, so, uh, there was a Troll Blood Army, so I grabbed that to get to put into the, uh, the Brawl Bounty. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, because, you know, there's nothing up there that, like, I have a job. If I want, if I want something, I'll go buy it. Mm-hmm. And then Alberto won uh, two um, wet palettes. And my wife had been saying that, you know, she was looking around, looking at all these painted armies. And when we first met, uh, she, she was the painter. She would paint. Yeah. She paint. She mentioned that to yeah. us. Yeah. So now she wants to paint again. 
So Alberta's like, well, nice. take one of these. I don't need two. Uh, so I took one of those for Dana. So she's gonna actually gonna, she wants to paint my Orgoth. Nice. Uh, which is great. I mean, I like to paint my own models, but you know, when your wife paints it, it's almost like you've painted it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So the the raffle worked out really well. So uh, yeah, all together was a it was a really uh, really fantastic weekend. Yeah, um, I in a, in sort of an ironic way, it's a great time to go to a con. It, like the numbers numbers are not as high as they've been. You know, I'll, I'll freely admit that. Can't man, ju- you can't judge by numbers. But there's nothing better than a three round tournament. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. like that's. It's great. Yeah. I, I had more fun at the Boker Brawl this past year, which was you know less than we've had in the past. Yeah. And I had more fun than ever because yeah. we, we were able to like keep things spaced out and chill, and it wasn't five-round events every day. Well, I think that's, that's great. What, with, with the exception of the, the, the Iron Gauntlet qualifier, I think we've discussed that we're going to try to keep everything to, to, to a three-round day. We'll break things up. So, or so. four-round. At most. Uh, at, at most. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah, the big right. base brawl, yeah. Like, we, you want to, like, four rounds is good. You know, that's okay. The fifth round is a killer. Yes. <laughs> no matter what you're doing, I stop having fun after round four. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to do a, 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 a really quick judge's corner because what I found really interesting from my perspective was I had very few judge calls. And I thought about it all weekend. Why didn't I have a lot of judge calls with a brand new edition and a brand new game? And I think part of it was there was no facing. Mm-hmm. And there was no charging other than one model in a group. So instead of someone saying, oh, I'm going to charge like that. Well, that's a banana charge. And this one can get here and this one can get there. You're only worried about one model, mm-hmm. right? One model and the rest just kind of teleported over there. Uh, there were a lot of calls on, on there were no AOE drifts mm-hmm. that I had to worry about. No spray templates. No spray templates. Although I confused myself with the spray. Mm-hmm. Because, the, you know, it's to the center of the model you're spraying. And I got confused because you can only see the right corner of the base, but the center of the base is behind a wind, uh, behind a wall. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. The rule says whatever the volume of mm-hmm. whatever crosses whatever volume crosses the line of the spray. You know, I, I I got that right, but I was confused at first looking at that. So there were no AOE drifts. There was a lot of things about well, I want to trample and I want to throw, and people were just amazed at how simple it was. Mm-hmm. Like really, that's all we have to do. And like we would keep rereading it just to make sure, because you know when I do when I do judging for folks. My goal is that they shouldn't have to call me again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like to read the rule with them so they understand what you the like rule is. You like to teach a man to fish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He doesn't want to uh, give a fish. No. Uh, well, I mean, I like to give him a fish and then then teach him to fish. Seth, he gives no fish. <laughs> gives no fish. <laughs> no fish, Cohen. And then, so the biggest call that I had to make over and over again was when two models from your unit are engaged, but a third is not, and that third model makes a charge, what happens to those other two models or other three models, whatever it happens to be? Unless they have unstoppable, they will teleport to where that charging model is, and then they're 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 done, right? Because they will lose their their combat action, leaving engagement with somebody. There were a couple of rulings from LVO that we had to carry over. One is that you cannot run out of engagement. The other one was that, and and, and this one kind of snuck by a lot of folks. Guns have lost their melee range with with uh, with special rules. Yeah. Now specifically. Guns, just guns in general, never had a melee range. But right. guns with pistol had a melee range. No, no, no. Yes, there was no pistol rule. Yes, there was. No, there wasn't. Talking Mark Four. Mark Four. I don't know why we'd be talking about it. Because anymore. you're saying guns never had a melee range, which is kind in of Mark Four. Okay. So, so, but guns never did, except if you had the pistol rule, then it gave you a melee range. It right. But then it just took away the minus. No, it did give you a melee range. It gave you a melee range originally. And then, um, so what happens is if, if you that. don't have any kind of melee range at all, you can never engage anything. 
Right. And it, it changes it changes lots of little which things is, that which people is, don't expect. Right. Because so if you if you are a, a unit that has just guns, for example, now normally that's not that big of a deal. Or even if you have the pistol rule or whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But now you cannot engage things. And as Seth just said, like you can't run out of engagement. Except if this guy doesn't engage anything, you can. You know what I mean? So yeah. like if your heavy, for example, has only guns, mm-hmm. I can walk up to your heavy and then walk right around him. Yep. No penalty. Like that's, he can't. And that's still the rule. Yes, that is. So that my is impression, and look, I'm not basing this on anything. Is there ever. a unit? I'm sorry. Is there a unit currently that just has a gun? Doesn't have a sword yes. or an axe? Or oh, a, not that I know. A bayonet. Of. No, but there. Well, so there's the devil sh- shadow mutineers. The one girl has nothing but guns. Right, and she two has the two have, pistols. Have, have, yeah. have melee weapons, and that could be a little. So like, she can't charge. She can't charge. Right, but okay, so she, she can never be the lead guy. She can't. That's but, right. Yeah. So like, you know, but if she's the only one remaining, you know, it can. But she also can't engage things. The engagement is the more specific thing, right? Because if you're never engaging things, like that, that also doesn't matter a ton, except for the fact of like, oh, I'm not engaging you ever. Yeah. So then. That so. The, the other interesting thing was excarnate that creates Banes. Mm-hmm. There used to be a limit on the number of Banes you can create. That limit is no longer there. And people were, you know, a couple of people I was talking to were like, no, that can't be right. I said, well, wait a second. First of all, units are smaller. So how much bigger can these units really get? Unlimited. And then, no, because remember, when you, you, run that, out of move, move when you move that leader, you can't fit them all in there. They just die. Yeah. They go away. Uh, they're just going to go away. So, and then there was... De- Debaro's feet versus Athena's feet, which both add and take away. That's both. That's the same person. Oh, sorry, I'm getting this wrong. Maybe Kishtar. No, there are several feats that add dice and remove dice. And what the what spells even? What it became was well, which dice get removed first, and that was active player, right? The active player does their part of the uh, Mm -hmm. their part of the feat, and then the the inactive player does their part of the feat. Sure. And that was how that one settled. But was also really interesting is like I would say three quarters of the way through the weekend. I'm realizing that you know Captain Khan has a limited uh, limited terrain. Um, the new terrain rules are not in the Steamroller packet; they're in the rule book. The Steamroller packet does not have uh, terrain rules, mm-hmm. so things have changed a little bit. Now we were all fine all weekend long. We you know we 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 uh, I don't think we did anything wrong. We didn't have any improper terrain or incorrect terrain. But certainly for the brawl, we're going to have to change some of our, our, our cloud approaches and you mm-hmm. know, the Burning Earth stuff. Yeah, so like so the, the specific thing Seth is talking about is that Burning Earth, as we've had it in the past, uh, doesn't exist yeah. in the sense that... You, you can't throw a fire token on a forest now. There's you a can. Burning, or there's a Burning Earth thing. Well, you can. That's yeah. what it says. Um, you can do that, but it, like theoretically, it can go out. Right. That's what I mean. The difference being the fight, like it's not just. I think the fight. only I'm not, to me the only I wouldn't have it go out. I would also agree with you. The, that's the only real difference is that now in the rules, it's not optional. It has to have a. Dice no, no. It says that the players agree. Here's the thing: everything's optional. Yeah, especially when you're the organizer. I'm so, just saying that the, that that there's a there's a little bit of a difference now with the new mm-hmm. terrain, and then you should take a look. That's and, all I'm and, trying to say. and stuff like um, squalls don't exist, but now have been replaced with dust devils. Which do the same thing, so there's just kind of like there's a couple things that are differently named mm-hmm. to keep mm-hmm. an eye on. Yeah, they're they're, they're minuscule, but uh, no they're, open they're graves. Were, period. Were, yeah, no open graves. Thank goodness, those were stupid. They were um, stupid. They were fine. No, they weren't. They were dumb. Why? You're incorrect. They're just stupid. Why? Why are there going to be a random three graves in the middle of anywhere? Well, I didn't like the idea of there being only three, but you know. And then how is it different than any... Then how There's nothing wrong with effect? open graves. Now what you're talking about is you're complaining about the table. You really so should close them. What if I had a building and it was a church? 
and then I had the three grand that were open because I'd hire your because creatures that Ooh. don't exist in this game clawed their way back out. Oh dang! Mm-hmm. Isn't that the whole point of an that. open grave? I assume mm-hmm. that you know this was like a funeral gone wrong. <laughs> could be or cricks looking for very wrong. I always, I always so am wrong. It's funny because you could make the argument someone dug the grave and it just hasn't been filled yet. Right. And you from know, the moment they, breath. from a, from the moment they said open graves, I immediately went to yeah ghouls or whatever or the ghouls yeah, yeah or zombies clawed their way out. Mm-hmm. All right. And so the okay. grave is open. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, my 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 bigger issue is that they created uh, multiple shapes of terrain that did the same exact thing. Yes, they did. That's my issue. All right, so that was re- that's really it for the judging. I would like to talk about something else. Uh, you know, we, we certainly in the introduction always talk about how we talk about the game and the fluff, and there hasn't really been any fluff to speak of. But now we have three chapters of a story uh, that has to do with the Orgoth landing in Cador. And I got to say, I want to talk about my impressions of the fiction of the fluff early on. Uh, there are going to be spoilers here, so, you know, you don't want to want to hear this. Go away. Go away. Mr. Rabideau, if you're going to read it on your own, don't want to hear my comments, you can plug your ears. Plug my ears. All right, then. Well done. So what I thought was really cool was they start off right away talking about how, uh, you know, he's got his, he's got the new Warjacks, but he specifically mentions that... Who's he? Uh, so the Warcaster, Kador Warcaster, sorry. He's, he's a former Widowmaker. He got his he got his powers late and became a Warcaster late. Which makes you kind of think about, well, did the magic get shifted because all those people died at the gate, right? Did did, did magic change to who it belonged mm-hmm. to, kind of did thing. Did the force awaken, right? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And he's got the new war jacks. He talks about how, gosh, I haven't seen a, a Kodiak in, in, in years, and I haven't seen a Juggernaut, you know. And he talks about how a lot of these things were destroyed, and that was just kind of cool. I really liked that part. And, uh, you know, the Orgoth were just were, were, were terrifying, right? They're absolutely terrifying, Uh the way they're described as being big and huge and brutal and just having no qualms, they just cart people away, and you know it's just what they do, right? They're yeah. just slavers. They're, mm-hmm. they're nasty, mean slavers. And then what happens? The Orgoth chase him across Cador as he heads to one of the big cities, and it's a very cool narrative. There's one woman who's in a man of war shooting suit of armor that's you know helping run cover to there, and um, you know he talks a lot about the work that he had to do as as, as a widowmaker and the, you know the transition of being. A widowmaker to being, a, you know, a leader of a of a mixed force of folks, and at some point you discover that the Grey Lords were like, I guess, all considered apostates. Mm-hmm. Like they, they they all were, you know, they all betrayed the Empress and and, and sided with um, uh, the Infernals. Yeah, so they or they like had, most of them, you, right? So I so I think from the from the perspective of the the reader, like the 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 person is not a reliable narrator or the empress mm. is not a reliable narrator there right. necessarily but yeah. it's perfectly in line because they were always working with these orgoth artifacts yeah orgoth worked with infernals infernals invaded yeah i'm pretty sure there's a connection and then she disbanded and hunted down and killed all well of them. and that was the cool thing like his his role in the as a Widowmaker was his last role before becoming a warcaster was to hunt down the other gray lords nice and and one of the gray lords that he encounters that has been considered okay Said something like, "Yeah, they called you Death Shadow or something like that." They'd given him a name. He had killed so many, so many Grey Lords nice. with his rifle. But I'll tell you what I didn't like: uh, the way they described the Orgoth commanders, uh, leaders, in relation to each other. They're in competition, right? They're in mm. competition for resources. They work together, but they're in competition for resources. So at one point, Kishtar is looking at this city that she has chased uh, this Kador leader to. And then Haruskaha shows up with his fleet, 
and the city starts bombarding his fleet. And she's like, good, let him get a taste of their, their, their cannons for a while. And it felt very much like the same fluff that was written for Cricks early on, how they're all competing. And I was like, oh, yeah, we, we can come up with something a little bit different, a little bit better, you know? That was the only thing I didn't like about the fluff. Otherwise, I love how they... I was originally unhappy with the time jump, how there was so much story to tell mm-hmm. between um, the, know, the gate and, and, and now. But I like the way they're doing it because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to slog through it. It's here's the result. Here's mm-hmm. the world we're living in now. Here's the game world we're playing in now. And right. I really liked that. Yeah. The the fluff is available in the app. And I just want to plug the Primecast that came out today as we are recording this mm-hmm. on Friday. And it's definitely worth a listen. Yeah. And it's exciting. The things that they're coming out with the app. Sounds great. Yeah. And talk, he talked a little bit, Matt Wilson talked a little bit about like what they're going to do. So I don't, I don't want to recap any of it here sure. because you can just listen to it. Yeah. So definitely go listen to that Primecast. All right. Uh, I will try to listen to it on the ride home. Yeah. I also enjoyed the part of the fluff that I, I read. So I'm going to read the rest of it because that does sound yeah. good. And yeah. I'm, I am very excited for that to start being a thing again. Yeah. And because right now I've got no connection to any of the casters. Right. And so it's nice to actually be reading it and developing that connection. I'm, this is going to sound weird. I'm actually actually kind of worried that once I read about these Orgoth people, I'm not going to want to play them anymore. Uh, <laughs> so I'm worried I'll mean. read it and I'll be like, I got to play them now. Yeah. I'm already like every time I, I look at all the factions and I'm like, I could see myself playing that. Yeah. I could see myself playing that. Yeah. I, I got as part of one of the prizes for winning the team event, I got a Horusk. So. Horusk. Yeah. So that's happening now. Okay. Well, Hey, who knows? We'll After my wife paints up my army, <laughs> maybe I'll borrow it. <laughs> maybe you want to use it while I'm playing the Kador yeah. that uh, that's getting painted up for me. Yeah, but we will see. Uh, it's an all right, time. So we've been talking for an awfully long time. Uh, Too long, some would say. Uh, so, well, I think we, we did a good job breaking up the uh, those people the topics. are wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think we did a good job breaking up the topics. So let's move on to uh, some closing thoughts. Any closing thoughts there? Mr. Rabideau? Yeah, uh, pretty much what I just said, and it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to to all the stuff that's coming out. Yeah. Looking forward to the expansions, looking forward to the fluff, looking forward to all the stuff that they mentioned in the Primecast, like narrative scenarios and just the leagues that are coming out. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. definitely running one of those leagues. Yeah. Getting some spy. Got to do some covers. game day stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 looking good. I'm, all I'm right. excited. Uh, coming back from Captain Con, it's, I'm excited. Yeah. Now I know you didn't. You were not able to join us this year for Captain Con, so I won't blame you if you don't have a ton of closing thoughts there. Um, uh, no, I mean I'm waiting. I don't know for what faction. Mm. I know. I'll know it when I see it. You're yeah. waiting to get bitten but, by a bug. But I got gotcha. you. Orgoth has not done it for me. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Dusk hasn't done it for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The existing factions, uh, you know, whatever. I don't want yeah. them because I've already had them. Cater's not, not speaking to you. No, it's fair. No. Although, if you read the fluff, you might you, get a little bit on, of it. Honestly, Kador's not bad. But I was never a huge Winterguard fan, mm-hmm. and the new army is Winterguard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at the Man of War, I'm like, eh, I've had Man of War already, and yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't do a ton for me. And what killed it, what officially killed it, is I hate, hate the 80mm base. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. But I understand exactly what you're saying, and I know you're waiting. There's, there, is, there's a mystery army that's coming out. I hope that I, I need, I How do you even, feel about I, trolls? Yeah, someone else was telling me about pirate trolls. Pirate trolls. No, I hate pirates. All right. Well, I don't like ninjas. Don't All right, uh, Privateer Press. I'm waiting for no dwarves. No pirates, no ninjas. Can we get new dwarves? Inspire new dwarves. Arthur, Privateer Press. We need yeah. him inspired. How about bears and dwarves? New, Run and lug faction. New dwarves, and I want 
what GW promised 20 years ago and never really did. And that's Ram Cavalry. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Dwarves on Rams works. Don't okay. know why, but it does. All Give me right. a dwarf, a shield, you. a hammer, and a ram. All right. So just to, just to recap the next couple of weeks, next weekend, the 18th, we've got Food Machine. Uh, we've got a tournament at Portal coming up in March. And, of course, March tickets March Actually. 18th. And uh, Boker Brawl tickets are going to go on sale on the 15th. And this is Seth Cohen saying, if you're going to take your wife to a con, avoid the cosplay area.